Hi, I'm Tina Smith, and welcome to the Sunday edition of Raising Kids on Your Knees. This edition is called The Weekly Arrow. The Weekly Arrow is your introduction to our prayer sheet and daily devotions, which run Monday through Friday. I invite you to spend the next few minutes preparing to pray and parent life into the lives of your children this week. This week's edition of the Weekly Arrow is being sponsored by the Raising Kids on Your Knees Prayer Tribe, where prayer warriors all over the world are praying for the next generations. You can subscribe for free at RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org. Thank you for being here with me this week. I'm so happy to meet you here in this space. Last week, we spent time praying for the salvation of our kids. It's so important. They're the only thing we can take with us to heaven, and salvation is the key. We're going to take this a little step further, a little more in depth as we talk about salvation. We're going to talk about the lordship of Jesus Christ in our life. Who's the boss of me? I think this is one of the most important parts of receiving Jesus other than having eternal life. It's making him the Lord of our lives. And when we make him the Lord, we are yielding our will to his. It's a choice. He gives us that choice. When I received Jesus as my Savior, I walked unyielded to his lordship in my life. And I did exactly what I wanted to do. I did this for 13 years. And it really paved a path of destruction, leaning on my own understanding, walking according to my flesh, whatever felt good, whatever I thought was the right thing to do without even asking God for his direction in my life. I read the word, but I don't, I didn't really do exactly what it said. I just kind of thought, well, I'm in the driver's seat and I'm going to do what I want to do. Some people might say I wasn't a believer and maybe they're right. They could be. But here's what I know. I know that when I invited Jesus into my heart, something inside of me came alive and that I believe I became spiritually alive at that moment. I believe that we others do the same thing. It happens to most of us. We invite Jesus in to be our savior, but then we live lives completely unyielded to his authority in our lives. We don't read the word, we don't pray, and we don't do what it says. Jesus asks us in Luke 6, 46, he says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? I think he's asking you and I the same question every day. Why do we call him Lord and not do what he says or even look to see what he says? I believe this is a big part of the reason most Christians live defeated lives. They don't have victory in their lives. Fortunately, God is a God of second chances, and he has beautifully redeemed every poor choice and consequence in my life for the glory of his kingdom. And he can do that for you too. But for me, it took fully and completely bowing my knee to him as Lord of my life and then following him on a daily basis. I had to put that stake in the ground that he was Lord and I was going to follow him no matter what. And that is the key. It's a daily choice. It's not a one and done decision at the time of salvation. I had to choose, I and I do choose every day, and this is what that looks like in my life. When I get in my prayer closet and I start praying, one of the first things I say is, I submit myself to your authority in my life. You are my Lord today, and I am following you. It just sets my spirit and my mind where it needs to be. Here's, here's what Philippians 2, 9 through 11 says about the Lordship of Jesus 
Therefore God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. God elevated Jesus to the highest place. He's Lord whether we ever declare him in our lives to be Lord or not. He is and he always will be Lord. And that's a total game changer. We can make him Lord of our lives today or we can wait. But one thing is for sure. We will someday all bow and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We need to get that part right. It hasn't always been easy. It's not an easy road following Jesus. If it was easy, he wouldn't insult us by asking us to do something easy. It's going to cost us, but the price is so well worth paying. It's only through choosing to be obedient to what the Bible says and following Jesus that we will live the abundant life that he came to give us. In Luke 2.11, it says the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born in Bethlehem, the city of David. We just celebrated Christmas. Jesus didn't have to do anything to earn the title of Lord. He was born that way. We don't make him Lord. He already is. There's nothing we can do or don't do that changes that. We have to make that choice every day. And I know it sounds like I'm harping on that, but it is a daily choice. I read this and you can write this down. When the Lordship of Jesus Christ is settled in our lives, all other issues are settled. As we make the choice to pray, read his word and walk in obedience to him, our lives will begin to line up with his will for us. And this is how the victorious life in Christ is lived out. There are consequences to our choices. In Romans 10, 9, it says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. But often we receive him as our Savior and don't even think twice about walking daily with him as our Lord. We need to make that choice. Don't be deceived into believing that there won't be any consequences to your choices. When we believe there are no consequences to our disobedience to Jesus Christ, we have fallen for one of the oldest lies of the enemy. Our, maybe your consequences won't be as devastating as they were in my life, but there will be consequences. And when we sow seeds of disobedience in our lives, those seeds will grow and reap a harvest of destruction. We don't reap, though, in the same season that we sow. And that's where I was deceived. In Romans ten fourteen, it says, Christ died and rose again for this very purpose, to be Lord of both the living and the dead. Death is a scary thing, whether it's us or those we love. It's the unknown. But knowing that Jesus Christ is the Lord of the living and the dead is what makes all the difference for the person who knows Jesus as Lord. And the longer we walk with Jesus as our Lord and walk in obedience to him, the more hope we have as we get older. Lordship is going to require of us trust and hope in the one we follow daily. Let's face it, my friends who are the ones I know most intimately are the ones I trust the most. And it's the same with Jesus. Making an effort every day to seek him in his ways and his direction for our life is where we will find hope and peace. Seeking him in the good times, and this is a key, when we seek him in the good times, that's what's going to get us through the hard times. 
we kind of get that backwards. The hard times come and that's when we fall on our knees and we get back in our Bibles. But the opposite is true. We need to be seeking him, reading his word and praying during the good times because those hard times are going to come. They're guaranteed. But that's when we get to walk out everything that we've learned and it gives us a solid foundation to stand on. So the end is coming, guys. <laughs> There's no doubt. It says in Revelation 17, 14, together they will go to war against the lamb, but the lamb will defeat them because he is Lord of all lords and king of all kings. And his called and chosen and faithful ones will be with him. Will you be one of the ones that are with him? Not thinking about those end times, it doesn't make them less likely to happen. They're coming and there's nothing you or I can do about it except be busy making disciples. Satan is a defeated foe. Jesus also defeats the enemy in our lives today, but we have to walk with him in order for that to happen. He is Lord of all. And that means the schemes, plans, and purposes of the enemy in our lives as well. When we appropriate his lordship in our lives and understand the power and authority we have through him, we can and will live victoriously in this present life and in the life to come. Lordship is actually warfare. So you get to make a choice today. You get to choose whether you're going to follow Jesus and allow him to be lord of your life or not. I hope you make that choice to make him Lord of your life. It makes all the difference in the world. I'm praying that you have a great week. I look forward to praying in one accord with you for our children this week. Make sure you download your prayer sheets and let's get busy praying for our kids and walking with Jesus. You have a great week. I will talk to you again next week. Thank you for joining me for this week's edition of The Weekly Arrow. To receive our daily devotions, as well as our free printable prayer sheet, simply go to the link in the show notes for RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe to the Prayer Tribe. We would love for you to join our growing global community of prayer warriors who are praying and parenting life into the lives of their children.